Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH and Impact post show for July 6th already. My goodness. Mm. I think that's the second week we went live with, like, us being silly and just yeah. going live in the middle of everything, but I'm kind of here yeah. for it, honestly. July 6th, <laughs> did you watch some fireworks the other day, Kate? Did you get your July 4th on? Did you eat some hot dogs? I more um I more was just like trying to shield my poor dog from everything and I still yeah. had to review NXT, which okay. it's it's a weird week when NXT is better than ROH, I'll tell you what, uh. but <laughs> It's a sick world. If I've ever said that before, I don't I don't know what what America this is. I don't know if anyone has ever said that sentence before in their lives. That's the first time ever in history. It's crazy. Definitely not since the black and gold era. That is for sure. But guys, I'm a little I'm a little sour on this. All right. It's a little hot out. I'm I'm coming in a little bit hot on ROH today, but I'm not really mad. I'm I'm just disappointed. But mm-hmm. get in your super chats and your helper chats to chat along with us. I feel like there's not a ton to talk about considering we're two <laughs> weeks out from a freaking pay-per-view. We're so sorry, you guys, but it's not our fault. It's Ring of Honor's fault. We were it just is not. along it for is. the ride. We are. We're trying to review things over here, and there's just not a ton of meat on the bone. But we are going to review tonight's episode. We're going to talk about everything we like. Stuff that we're not so keen on. Guys, get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats to get your question or statement read on air. We'll also ask you to please leave a thumbs up on this video as everybody's interest in the product is waning. Your support definitely helps because people are tapping out. I've gotten some Uh, messages that were just like, ugh. How do they expect people to, how can we get people to watch our show if nobody wants to watch that show? I know. Numbers don't add up. I managed to do it on Tuesdays, and I'm confident that we can do it okay. here this week. I believe week. in us, too. I believe in it. I'm not giving up on my sweet ROH. It's going to come back around. It has to. It simply must. It simply must, mm-hmm. Reg. Mm-hmm. But if you could leave a thumbs up on this video to keep the buzz on this show alive, that would be fantastic. And we'll also ask you to subscribe to Fightful Select as well. So much information coming out of Money in the Bank weekend. 
Heading forward, Drew McIntyre contract news, AEW news, stuff on Danielson's injury. I'm sure there'll be ROH stuff if they have a card at some point. I'm sure that Sean <laughs> will find out about it. Uh, so subscribe to Fightful Selected. We will also remind you, if you want to subscribe to this very YouTube channel, that would be fantastic. Uh, we're doing more with the subscription features and... Uh, we haven't really built those out before, but at the very least, you'll get fun little notifications uh, that let you know that all of our shows are live because we have like a million of them because we're really popular over here. Every so, day, somebody's talking about wrestling over here, you guys. Amen to that. And we also have the Fightful Overbook channel, which I'll give a quick plug to as well, since I'm getting all my I'm getting my S in, as uh, Brian Cage would say, mm-hmm. <laughs> who we're going to talk about later, but. Go to Fightful Overbooked. I do a show there with Joel, and despite Joel being on it, it's a pretty good channel and a lot of fun. You can see Joel on the back end of this show uh, anchoring the the impact half of what's going on, which I hope was a little bit more fun than ROH today, uh, but yeah. lots of great stuff on Fightful Overbooked. You get Tag Talk. You get uh, the Bread Club, which will get all your New Japan stuff covered. They're on a heater right now, man, going into the G1 season. So Wish we were reviewing a New Japan show. Oh, I'm, it's Thank goodness it's on such a an upswing, because I feel like <laughs> the itches I used to scratch with my ROH, I'm getting over there now, but... Yeah. It can be a pretty dense and daunting scene to dive back into. So check out the Bread Club over there. There's a million great shows uh, happening on Fightful Overbooked as well. So we got you covered in post-show land. We got all this extra content for you on Fightful Overbooked. But we're going to get into some ROH today. Reg, the same complaints I had last week, I got this week. And I got some new ones. Yeah. And I I don't want to be caring about things, but I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith here. We've seen a lot of the same things happening where we're not getting stories, but we're two weeks out from pay-per-view <laughs> starting to feel like AEW dark with titles and that you have to pay $10 for. I don't know if that is the best method to go about our madness. I also feel like we have two women's storylines that have dominant women involved, but today was kind of disheartening in my opinion to see like, Man, another American television brand where it's just like a couple of women's matches that are a couple of minutes long when we were like getting like three women's matches that were 10 minutes long. Um, it's 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 not headed in the direction that I was hoping it was going to be. And I feel like every time I feel like we're going to get a bump in clarity about what's going on in this product, it gets murkier instead, which is just a bummer for me. But <laughs> what were your overall thoughts tonight? And what are we doing headed into this pay-per-view, Reg? That was my overall thought is I got about halfway through the show and I was like, there's a pay-per-view coming up July 21st and they don't care. If if, if I was a viewer that's supposed to be subscribed to the show or you guys are supposed to sell the show to me on this Ring of Honor program, it's like, no. You would think that at this point we'd be talking about six or seven matches, talking about some heat that's about to happen in two weeks, trying to sell tickets, trying to get people to go there, and it just wasn't that. It was just another Ring of Honor. There were some, a lot of fun shows started out the show with super heat, but it just was wasn't what I would expect them going into a pay-per-view. It's very confusing. It's We have officially, I think we're just going to have to accept it, Kate. No, this I refuse. Is, you have to. I, I don't. There's nowhere to go. I can't. We are, we are stuck in a corner. Heart. This is what it is. AEW <sighs> Dark for ten dollars. But AEW Dark uh, didn't have champions. You know what I mean? So it's it like AEW Dark didn't feel like things were missing because it was what it was. 
this feels like there's things missing. And you mentioned we're headed into this pay-per-view with like, it's not even that we don't really have anything announced except for what got announced tonight. It's that we don't even have inklings of things really outside of this dark order story. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not even like the, Oh, but they're going to announce it thing. It's what the hell's going on with this damn product thing. And that isn't a great way to put a product on television that has some of the best wrestlers in the world. And is also the most expensive subscription service out there for pro wrestling. Like, I'll tell you what. Good luck. Uh, good luck getting people to continue next month if we're keeping it real. Like when the subscription comes up and people are like, oh, am I going to give these people another $10 and they're giving up that? There's not a lot of people that are going to stick around. It's not the way you get people to stick around. And it's very unfortunate because Ring of Honor, it's Ring of Honor and there's some great wrestling that still happens. And there's a couple of stories that are being told. But for the most part, it's just matches and like. If you're not Righteous Reg, you're just not going to care too much about that. Yeah, well, and it's I, it's just hard to buy into anything because it's you have absent champions, um, except for Athena, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she's probably going to end up moving on sooner than later, right? Like, inevitably. So, so <laughs> she kind of deserves to at this point. Right. Like, how many times can we watch her tear apart these? I, actually, that's not true because I could watch her tear apart porcelain yeah. trash pussies. 200 more times. I'd be good. Yeah. I'd be like, wow, again, this is great. Yeah. But she's probably kind of bored with it. So uh, I would like to see it pick up. Though we do have a lingering story that we didn't see tonight. Reg, even little things like last week we were in several different cities. Tonight we had the kingdom out there. We had no Stokely Hathaway after all the like vignettes and the the drama that got built out. Like I just feel he posted something really cool and funny on his own social media page that they could have probably played here, but but they didn't. And it was an hour and thirty six minutes. They had they had room for time. But yeah, that's what's also when you're talking about the women's matches. I was like, we're short uh, on time as we've been used to. We've used to been going two hours. They could have added a women match another women's match or and made the other women's matches longer than what they were just gave them a little bit more meat to get into because we got time it's roh we're doing whatever we want on the men's side so we might as well do whatever we want on the women's side sure if you're just gonna have matches throw on some banger matches but Mm -hmm. reggie simmons uh another name twin for you you got the righteous half with the righteous you got reg over here saying normally don't do this but here's a hot take roh had better builds to their pay-per-views when they didn't have a weekly show how the hell is that even possible i don't know you know there's something to that and that i think yes thank you so much for Mm -hmm. and also the 11 11 i'm just like a little bit of a hippie so i appreciate Mm -hmm. you chiming in with 11 dollars and 11 cents um i RO, this iteration of ROH has been best when it hasn't been week by week produced yeah. cinema. Yeah. That was for you. Um, no. <laughs> meaning that, like, we've had weekly episodic television, but the times where they've had to plan out eight weeks in advance, kind of similar to what this chat is saying. Like, if you are forced to think ahead because the only thing you're building to is a pay per view, like, maybe it's just way too much to have this many weekly episodic wrestling shows on mm-hmm. under the same umbrella. If there's more support that needs to happen, I was rooting for Delirious to get signed because I thought he was doing such a good job, but he's killing it over an in, in Impact resigning there. But, like, something just feels like it's not being tended to with care in ROH. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. This was the most logical 
pro wrestling mm-hmm. brand in America on television. Like, and so for that to fall off to a gap where we're having a six man mayhem, 25 grand, <laughs> whatever. Silly. And, and it was a pretty good match. But yeah. Like really good match. for the product that had standings and like it just crystal clear stuff. It's really crazy because AEW has so many Ring of Honor pieces. There's so many people that are back there that could be helping. There's so many people that know the history. There's so many people that were a part of the history of Ring of Honor that are just willy-nilly walking around. A a Fightful Select story about a returning uh, person that was in the building yesterday that would probably Mm -hmm. be a huge help to what's going on in Ring of Honor. Uh, And a bunch of other legends like Jerry Lane. Some people maybe that you interviewed on Ask Rhapsody? I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a lot of pieces to connect this together. But I think this is really just uh, the the most overwhelming we hear of Tony Khan. Like this shows right here that like he's doing he's doing dynamite. He's doing rampage. He's doing collision and ring of honors there, too. And he's like, well, I got a book. 16 weeks worth of TV or something. And what am I supposed to do when I got all this other stuff going on? So ring of honor. It does feel like Rampage got better and ROH yes. got worse. Yes, and Rampage is great. Whoever's booking that, great job. Doing good. Um, but I will say, too, like, to your point, that's just the weekly episodic television you name. Yeah. There's, like, this guy is dealing with everything from <laughs> how many arms do I have to twist and legs do I have to break to get final countdown rights to... All yeah, that in, was just TV, out. Kate. We're not even talking about football. We're talking about, like, we're not even yeah. getting into half the stuff. And the other responsibilities as as the owner of the company, right? We're talking <laughs> about just booking weekly episodic television hours. Mm-hmm. Never mind, like, managing all the stakeholders that are involved in this stuff. And you're right. He's got a football team <laughs> and a soccer club and all these things. So he's a little maniac and i love and respect him for it but spread it big dog you got a bunch of people that could help you back there just be like here you have fun with this and it'll be dope roh cheerleaders are begging you just pass up just a little bit of the book dude i'll take it i I could write you a little something we could do i listen we did Mad Libs on here. We could do like a. <laughs> no, don't watch that. If, if if that anything from our resume, do not watch that. Stay don't away from that clip. That. Oh, please, don't we're good. Use that. We're good. Just the four twenty episode. You can watch Cresta's half. Amazing, yeah, but Cresta was great. No, Cresta no, no. Don't also don't watch that because you're gonna get her instead of me. Watch my part. <laughs> I'm going to see Crescent be like, wow, she's great. Let's get her. Touche. Touche. Yeah. Don't actually. I love Cresta, but don't watch her because she's yeah, don't watch her. She's she's better than she's me. She's great. Yeah. Anytime she's move. on camera, she's just taking yeah, everything. She's stealing it. So, so yeah. So avoid Cresta, except mm-hmm. for the impact side. So yeah. um, we are the two biggest cheerleaders of our wage that you could ever have. We are rooting for this product, but it's our job to to pass along criticisms like this. And we have to the stinkiest part. But mm-hmm. we do start off with a match that was for Reg. We get Commander with Alex Abrahantes for some reason, uh, defeating Gringo Loco. <laughs> He's a Mexican I, wrestler, Kate. What do you mean? that what you just said is exactly what i mean um (laughs) we got a really really nice springboard phoenix splash for the win here uh i don't like to give 
Joel Pearl credit because I'm committed to bits, but he has kind of said like how many like my Kingo Comandere, Kingo yeah. Loco mm -hmm. permutations of matches are we going to get? Mm -hmm. uh, and it is feeling like we're teetering in that same way that like, I don't know if you know this, Reg, we've seen Brian Cage and Willie McIntyre too. It's kind nah. of becoming that vibe where it's like, I've seen this like eight times. And At I'm the end of that 25,000 K match, I was like, man, that's crazy. I've never seen Willie Mack and Brian Cage go at it before. I can't believe they would end the match like this. It's so fresh. It Finally sharing the <laughs> ring together, Willie Mack and Brian Cage. I can't even be that mad at it though, because it's always good. And I feel like they always find a way to make it different. But in the same way, I feel like we're teetering on oversaturation of this a little bit. Mm -hmm. However, you are the spot for God. This was a this was a ton of fun at what they do. Uh, something that strikes me about Commander is even the really basic stuff is so explosive when he mm -hmm. what he does, which isn't the case with every luchador. I think Ray Phoenix is like that a lot too. Where just like an just an arm drag today looked mm -hmm. so acrobatic and cool. Um, that really stood out for for me in this match tonight. Uh, this match had no stakes. It didn't mean anything. <laughs> if Alex Abrahantes was going to just be managing other luchadors, help put the tag team titles on other luchadors and have Alex Abrahantes down there with them. What did you think of our match as you are the spot food king? Okay. You know, there's a lot of complaints here. I started off hot. There's a lot of things. I'm like, what's going on here? But if you want to get me into a show, this is how you start the show. Uh, your complaint about them, uh, the Joel Pearl, don't care. Put them in here again. I'd like to see Vikingo and Commander next week against each other. Then after that, the three of them against each other. Just every time they're together, it's electric. I like to think of, like, if you're watching, like, WCW Nitro in, like, 96, 97, it'd be, like, Rey Mysterio would wrestle Psychosis or Laparca or uh, Super Kalo, like, all the time. You see these guys wrestle. 10, 20 times a year, but they would all be awesome and they would get the crowd every time. Matches like that are kind of more for the live crowd because you have to bring them back some way. When you're giving us this bullshit, you have to bring them back with the crazy match full of spots. This one was great. Uh, Gringo Loco was amazing on the base. The arm drags that uh, Commander was hitting in this were crazy. The He did a running, jumping up, Hurricane Rana, Gringo Loco was staying on the ropes. All kind of wild stuff. Just great action, exactly what you would expect for these guys and how you would want to start the show. The problem with this Ring of Honor thing, Kate, is we could come on here every time, but most of the time we could still go through all of our shows and we'd be like, but that was a really good match or there was a good match here, but that was a good match. And I think that's where it ends up because it's like, damn, there's nothing really going on here, but they are giving us good matches. And it's like, is that enough? It is not. Someone that reviews NXT, I can tell you, great matches just aren't enough to sustain exactly. everything. But I was actually going to make the same point. We kind of let in with some of our criticisms and complaints about what's going on. But the things that always deliver are awesome in-ring mm -hmm. and commentary. And I feel commentary like... Commentary is always phenomenal. God, and they nights like tonight, you really need it. Like, they added so much here. Um so there is that you are getting some of the best wrestlers in the world doing what they do. You're getting really good commentary and the pacing, especially for an hour and a half show. This was a breeze, it was. but like it, it does make a really big difference when you are not getting a slog of promos in between things. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a bunch of meaningless matches, if you then put a bunch of meaningless promos in those meaningless matches, Oh man, don't do that to us. It gets, it gets to be kind of 
uh, it starts to feel like homework where this never really yes. gets into that territory because yes. the in rings always interesting. For sure. I don't want this to feel like homework just because I have a podcast afterwards, you guys. Just like <laughs> give us something to care about. Uh, <laughs> I go, I gotta sit through this show of great wrestling. It's oh, crazy. Darn it. <laughs> People like don't realize like I I take notes I have to um, yes. I feel like it's important to be responsible especially on the hosting side of this and mm-hmm. I got ADD who's in my head and out the other like and I'm not exactly I don't have the Will Washington gene of oh I remember 2002 when these guys were breathing in the exact same corners that they and are now you, in the city like I'm not that I'm not that fan How do you remember what happened in match three on match 19 You know Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially when there's like not a story in this building. Uh, So I, it's, I, we said homework. Like, I actually look like there's homework. I've got like my computer notes and things I wrote down. I'm like such a freaking square with my wrestling notes. But uh, this is the way you start this off, right? Like, and especially for the live experience, you get that hour of wrestling beforehand, you get that hour of wrestling after. Sometimes you get wrestling from a different city or state or country in some cases. But when you're there live, what, these types of matches can do to grab a crowd is is something that's really important for that to translate to the broadcast. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's good if this was the order that it was filmed in. This is a smart way to to start things off because you're immediately going to grab in the attention of this filtering in crowd. Right. So good stuff. And we move on to. I think I said it last week. Like I'm through my tacker phase. I'm on to my dancer phase. Daniel Garcia. I kind of get a little bit of both. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm loving, I love wrestler Daniel Garcia, who also dances. Like, it's mm-hmm. just a really, really, really fun thing. So silly. I think we're going away from the Jericho Appreciation Society, finally. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought this match was a ton of fun. I thought Christopher yeah. Daniels actually looked really good in this, too. Like, his, yeah. uh, he had a thunderbomb, I think, in here at one point, mm-hmm. and a nice sequence of offense. But this goes the way that you would expect. You get Daniel Garcia... Uh, hitting a gut buster to score the win mm-hmm. looked great. Um, I loved Ian was like, what is he dancing for? You think dancing's mm-hmm. going to beat Shibata? <laughs> and I countered him and I tweeted at Ian Riccoboni and I said, hold on. Excellent commentator who was rapping to Willow's theme. Are you allowed to have fun? Are you allowed to bop? But Daniel Garcia is not. And he made the point. If you're going to beat Shibata. You can't be dancing around in there, which just automatically made me want a Shibata, Daniel Garcia dance-off. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get it. But I'm also like, it. Ian could be lying because nobody has tried that strategy against Shibata. Like, all the other strategies haven't worked. Like, he's it come against him as strong style, come against him as high-flying, come against him as that. You get your face smashed in. Maybe dancing will catch him off guard, and then you can roll him up really quick. Might be a good strategy. There's only one way to find out. You gotta see it. We got to see Danny Garcia and Shibata in the ring. Danny Garcia, July twenty first, Trenton, New Jersey, Death Before Dishonor. Book it. Sure, maybe unless Shibata's <laughs> in the G one or something. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> yes, yes. Can you imagine yes. Shibata's like, oh, by the way, I'm in the C block. You're like, wait, what the fuck? right? You're like, wait, <laughs> I don't. No, I don't. You can't. <laughs> it's crazy. I, it wouldn't be the craziest thing at this point. He's he's pretty active out here. But yeah, super fun match. First of all, shout out to Christopher Daniels, whose eye finally healed up after yeah. what felt like a year. I was like, is this guy's eyes permanent? Was it a gimmick? I don't know what was going on. 
finally cleared up. That was wild. Thought that his friends, the Young Bucks, blinded him or messed up his eye forever. So super cool that that cleared up. And yeah, this was a fun match. Daniel Garcia has been kind of just back in Ring of Honor doing his thing. Maybe headed towards pure title status. They didn't really talk about it much today. It's more just focused on him being a super entertaining wrestler. The dance is great. At the end of it, he danced with Aubrey to get her out of the ring. Phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal work. I think he's uh, transcended what people kind of expected of Daniel Garcia in the beginning, just with the little dance. It just blows my mind that like one little thing could like change your whole trajectory of where where people think you're supposed to go like people probably thought something totally different of daniel garcia a year ago starts doing this dance his dance is super over he's doing it on top of people at this point it's just wild shout out to daniel garcia he's super cool hopefully he does get that shot against shibata because he deserves it agreed the dance nobody else is a contender (laughs) because we don't have your standings anymore jesus but the dance with Aubrey was great. He even tweeted, like, can this be the new code of honor? <laughs> so great. But to your point, I think there were a lot of people that this whole run really caught off guard, myself included, because we mm. we knew Daniel Garcia was one of, like, the hottest prospects on the indies. We knew he was one of these guys who always looks like he's trying to win a match, always is, like, laying stuff in. He's mm. always going to look like a vicious competitive wrestler, and he's always very believable as a pro wrestler. Not everybody knew about his sense of humor and this other side of him and how great he is with this piece of things. I feel like it's gone on too long, but I think it is really fun when a wrestler adds layers like this so that you get to see more dimensions of them. Like Mm -hmm. the badass part of him was never going anywhere. So to add this in, dance away, Danny Garcia. Yeah, exactly like you're saying. He's going to be the great wrestler and he's going to continue to be an even better wrestler. In 10 years, he's going to be crazy and amazing. We're going to look back and be like, damn, what a career. But like just adding that little extra element to get more people to care than than would have previously just off him being a techers boy like you usually like. It's just a great addition for him. And I hope it ends up being something more in AEW too now that he's going to potentially be away from like Damn Jericho Vortex. Very excited about it. Uh, another mind-boggling thing is that he's 24. Yeah. Like, these babies, man. Like I hate him, him. Him and Kyle Fletcher are the same age, and they're two of the best pro wrestlers in the world already. And I hate, like it, I hate both of them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's gross as someone who's in their mid-30s. Like, yep. it's gross. Stop. Mm-hmm. Um, stop progressing right now. <laughs> no even worse is like they played this great video for nick wayne yesterday just about to turn 18 i'm like he's that good and he's 18 i hate him he's yeah. worse it, yeah and just like if you were born in the 2000s we got heat you know that what just I mean? sounds That's crazy it. anytime somebody says i was born in 2003 i'm like that what do you mean no no, no you, you weren't, weren't. If I can remember it vividly no you were not you weren't there you, you were born in 2003 i was doing stuff in 2003 what do you mean come on yeah i was like eyeing my license and stuff you know what i mean like i was in that (laughs) mode but maybe that's why i'm so cranky about roh today maybe i'm just a cranky old woman at this point but i was not for this match uh i knew i was sour when my first thought of this next match was like oh cool a trio that wrestles as a tag team all the time versus a trio that wrestles as a tag team sometimes with Mm. no stakes i Mm. was just out on this um and it was a good match but i just 
who are you and in what division do you wrestle and for what reasons is some pretty fundamental shit, Reg. <laughs> we weren't getting easy. any of it yeah. here. Mm-hmm. We get Leona and Khan uh, hitting that, that tandem slam that they do to to tie things up here. But, uh, I mean, a perfectly suitable story. I love seeing Prince Nana. Um, Andretti and Darius work fine together, but it does mm-hmm. feel like they're just stalling until Dante comes back, essentially. Mm-hmm. AR Fox is with them sometimes. AR Fox is not with them sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have AR Fox. Sometimes I do not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a Dr. Seuss novel gone into bad booking. I'm not here for it. Sometimes you feel like a fox. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> That's AR Fox. Um, I think some cool things are going to happen here eventually. Uh, I think that they're putting an emphasis on the embassy. They've been for a while on the Ring of Honor program, which I think is kind of cool. You know, uh, Brian Cage gets a lot of emphasis on this show and the other guys have been doing their thing too. So it's great to see them in that capacity. But again, they have belts and don't nobody try to get them at this point. What's going on here? Like who's going to challenge them at the pay-per-view? Nobody's even in contention. They're going to put together a team at the last minute and it's going to be like, it's going to be a good match, but it's like you could have been building for it and add a little bit more to it. The only thing I can think is that, and I can't imagine Dante's ready to come back this quickly, but like, yeah, he can't be right. But like, I was like, unless that's the story they're building of like that that could work but unless maybe ar fox comes back in and this is our trip i don't know i don't know what the six man stuff is but it's not it isn't a thing that's kind of the problem that we have Mm -hmm. um it's a bummer but the the match was perfectly suitable i'm Mm -hmm. I'm not like super in on action andretti's really good at what he does i don't know if we've tapped into what makes him great yet if that Mm. makes sense like there's a really big gap between a a really good wrestler and a great wrestler in in my mind. And the great part is that like that unrepeatable thing that you tap into. And I don't think he's found that unrepeatable thing that you tap into. I think he'll yeah. get there and he doesn't need to be there right now. He's no. another person that was probably born in the aughts. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, it's just one of those things that in a match that doesn't matter with no story to it, that's a barrier for me to get like more more into it in a sense. Yeah, he he is just kind of a flipper guy. I mean, I like flipper guys, but it's just not really. If there's like, oh, he beat Chris Jericho, we can't ride that forever. That's like not. That's not a character. Like we need something else to kind of latch onto. No, and now he's just kind of dropped that story, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like this guy's uh, getting me the best of me. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> like all right, cool. I, well, I don't right. care. Just quit talking about it at this point. And now he's just kind of like the top flight's friend. And they didn't really establish anything beyond that of like, oh, he's here. I like him. He flips too. Let's do this while my brother's gone. And we just need a little bit something more as the rest of the. It's starting to sound like a broken record at this point. <laughs> right. But that's, they're giving us a broken record. I just want to play my vinyls, man. But Doc Mueller chiming in saying, returning AR Fox into Almond Joy killed me. Look. We're here to sports entertain, if anything. Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't seem that way because Reg is a hater, but you know who else is a hater and a sports entertainer? Daniel Garcia. So facts, mm-hmm. <laughs> big facts, big hater, huge hater, huge. Hater. I've been hated on personally by this man. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's the best, but the worst, but kind of the best. Yeah. Um, a nice near fall in here that I did want to call out was. There was a really nice 450 splash where Leona got the the knees up 
and that mm. looked really really good i kind of bit at it but that was the only like moment of suspense that was yeah that's from me <sighs> just a cool tag match and then we move Another on to something cool that has a story and it lasts for like eight seconds. I don't know what else to like. <laughs> what are we doing? Y'all are mixing this know. order of how these matches should go up. Now, look, Stu Grayson has a really great spinning Yuranagi, and it yeah. should basically murder people. But mm. we have the righteous come down, and that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Righteous they came. start with the code of honor, which I really liked. Uh, but Grayson hits the spinning Uranagi. They didn't even um, get rid of their like jackets, the rest of right. their ring gear in this, which I actually love squashes that go that way. Like when MJF mm-hmm. squashes someone and doesn't even take his, the gum out of his mouth. Like mm-hmm. I love that like level of dominance. But they kind of hit their their triple team slam, which was great. Uh, I I still love that Stu is not wearing all white, even though it seems like he's like kind of in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just like one of the very few stories that they have brewing right now. So I wanted to see more of it, but it would also make sense that that would tie up on the go home episode. Right. So I understand the cadence there, but in the sea of matches that were generally meaningless tonight, it would have been (laughs) nice to have seen something more from this, but I'm loving this story. It's one of my favorite stories in all of wrestling. So Glad it's it's continuing in the direction that it is, but I don't have a lot to say on the match because it was two mm-hmm. moves. <laughs> you know, anytime uh, that the announcers do that Excalibur style announcing of the opponents, that what kind of squash match is going to be like? And they're like, you this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we know what this is about to be. They're about to get squashed. It just because. The only thing unfortunate is like they passed on what the embassy has been doing in this trio's matches to the righteous. Like we've been seeing this for weeks and weeks and weeks with Brian Cage and Khan and Toa over here. And now they're switching it over to them. It's like, no, that's not what we want to see. We don't want to see just trio squashes all the time. We actually want to see these trios matches. So like, let's do it. That is the best story that you're telling. One of the best stories next to what you're saying, telling with Athena. Great story that you're telling here on the show. Let's add a, one more little element on it on the way up, but you know. I'm with you. And because we don't believe in job or entrances, and Luis is great at this, uh, we will also mention that the other trio that we had on television is Rip Impact, mm-hmm. Cray Martin, and Zach with a K, Patterson. Uh, always try to give people their shout outs because usually their capabilities are above and beyond what you see in a, a two-move squash. So uh, since this is basically AEW Dark, you might as well go check out the independent talent that's on it. Yes. <laughs> Louis pointing out that Dutch didn't even do his weird tongue thing. I'm Good. okay with taking a week off from the weird yeah. tongue thing. Okay? Because... Right. Mm-hmm. It's if, if the squashes means we won't have to see it, like maybe some more squashes. Maybe a few, maybe a few, um, a few more squashes in there because mm-hmm. it makes me makes me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Yes, very <laughs> uncomfortable. Oh, uh, we get Big Bill and Lee Moriarty in an interview defeating the and a match quickly defeating the boys, Brandon Tate and Brent Tate. This was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Nick Camarado? Give Big Bill his lollipop. That's what I need to know. I need to know. Uh, Big boys do like to share. It's true. It's Mm -hmm. true. So I need to, I feel like that should maybe be a match for the pay-per-view because it's more of a story Mm -hmm. than they're telling right now. (laughs) You just made up a story. Look at that. That's it. I created one. (laughs) I created one out of thin air. But Big Bill, 
continuing to show personality. Uh, mm -hmm. Lee Moriarty continuing to be great. And I thought there was a lot of fun things to be had in this match. Um, Moriarty winning with the leg lariat ultimately on Brent. Mm -hmm. I love... I, I love when any wrestler can finish you in a few different ways and that when that arsenal is a wide variety of things. A leg area is very different from the Border City stretch, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it makes it more suspenseful because it feels like the pinfall can happen at any time because it's happening mm -hmm. with a variety of moves that all feel different from each other. So it's right. not even like this is a submission and this is a submission and this is a submission. It's like, nah, one's a lariat, one's a submission. Like there's... Uh, a really deep toolbox that uh, Lee Moriarty can pull from to beat you. And I love to mm -hmm. see that uh, classic big bill doing big bit man stuff in this perfectly mm -hmm. fine. I've got no problem with it. I do like this duo. I kind of selfishly like Lee Moriarty's ceiling is just so high and I don't feel mm -hmm. like big bill is holding him back in any way, but I do feel like, I, I want to just make sure that this guy is on like a super high reaching trajectory because he's just a really, really special wrestler. Like he's mm -hmm. so, so good. And again, I think this is working, uh, but Lee's just incredible. And I, I want to make, I, I just hope his potential gets actualized in, in all of this. Um, what were your thoughts on the match that we got here today and the little interview we got beforehand? I, th I thought the promo was very strong. I liked it a little bit better than the match, actually. One of the strongest parts of the show, uh, Big Bill being like, the boys, you're not Lee's boy. You're not my boy. And you better not be her boy was probably my favorite <laughs> line. <laughs> you better not be her boy. Well, hold on. Being like, hey, better you better not. watch out, bro. I don't care what kind of boys you're on. Showing a lot of personality. Lee was talking about picking money up off like the strip club floor or something. He had some nice bar in there. I was like, these guys are really cool together, bringing out more of Lee's personality. I thought the whole thing of Lee getting with Stokely and then them getting all together now leading to them is really great. I think Lee has so much time to kind of develop, like we talked about the previous wrestlers, that this is good for him at this point because he could kind of get here. learn. They can both kind of learn some new things together. And then eventually they can both break off and, and get some, some gold. Because I think that big bill has a really high ceiling at this point. Honestly, I think the way that he's kind of taking on the roles that he's been giving, he's been given like since coming into AEW, has kind of showed everybody what an asset he is. And I, I'm on the big bill train. I'm not going to lie about it. Wow. All right. Yeah. See, I'm I'm gradually getting more bought in each week, but uh, so I still got a little ways to go. Mm -hmm. I, I think this is working, but for me to think it's the best option for Lee Moriarty right now, still a little bit of work to do. But mm -hmm. I just I've been in on Lee Moriarty for a real long time, yeah. so it's that's why it's just you just want the best for Lee. That's okay. I do, yeah. I do. I love that guy. This very well may be it. So mm -hmm. I will let it play out, as the mm -hmm. kids say. And if you are looking to let your impact post show play out. You can catch that on the back end of this. We're a little over halfway through the ROH show. They'll be on between like 10.05 and 10.10 to review impact. There's a lot of cool stuff going on over there. You got all yeah. and Leo Rush tagging together. You've got some really, uh, some stuff that's, that's creating some buzz with uh, Killer Kelly and, and some tension, some... <laughs> Some, Those stare downs. Naughty insinuations that has the ooh, mm -hmm. has the internet a talking. But mm -hmm. stay tuned for your impact post show. There's a lot of good programming coming along the way for them. 
I can't wait. They're coming to Philly for um, Multiverse, and that's on oh, the sweet. back of the All-Stars and New Japan Junior. So I'm going to oh. try to I was already going to the New Japan Junior. That's so. hot. They're back-to-back days? <laughs> they are back-to-back days. And so I think we're going to get some really, really fun crossovers from that. So Nice. That's going to yeah. be a great, great weekend double shot of pro wrestling that – all Japan and New Japan, the 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 junior show is gonna be insane, yeah. and I'm guessing what the more New Japan stuff they announce for the Impact show is gonna be incredible. So, good times out there. It's I'm a jealous. Good time in wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. If they could just get our beloved ROH back <laughs> on track, but there it is. Any, <laughs> if there's anybody that can, you know who it is. It's our girl Athena, man. Ah. Shane Monster saying Athena versus Willow on collision. Willow loses again, and there's less sense for her to get the ROH pay-per-view match. TK shouldn't have Athena lose either. Yeesh. Uh, yeah. Tough call, huh? It's tough because anytime a tournament's involved, like people that you really like are gonna take L's. That's just yes. like this is the way it's it's gonna go. Because a tournament um, loss isn't like a regular loss, it's different. There's something about yeah, it. Yeah, there's I feel like usually you're rooting for really good matches and pairing logical matchups, right? Like mm-hmm. I would have loved Roddy Strong to have one, but like it's gonna be Samoa Joe and Punk. Like yes. things like that. And you're continuing storylines between the outcasts and the homegrowns. Would love for them to announce a women's blood and guts because that feels kind of stuck in the mud right now. If there's mm-hmm. going to be some blow off to this angle, that would be neat. I don't know if the Jamie Hader injury is playing into it. Feels like that hasn't been progressing necessarily, but it is tough. It's like you have such limited space, especially with the way that they're choosing to to book women's wrestling on the AEW main roster right now. Mm-hmm. And Willow is like hot, hot, hot. And she just dropped her New Japan Strong title. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, I mean, Shane Monster might have told the story, though, because in reverse, though, if Willow gets the win over Athena at the Owen on Collision, then that tells the story of this is Athena's first loss, and I think they said 29 matches. She said, and uh, plug tomorrow at noon Eastern a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific, Athena is in an interview with the boys of Graf City, Righteous Reg, and Philip Hell Lindsay. yeah. Here on the Fightful channel, we talked a lot about Ring of Honor, her aspirations. Very great interview. But yeah, if Willow gets the victory over her, gives her her first loss in a long time, then they could tell the story that she didn't beat her for the championship. But this has earned her another title match, and then they could be the match at Death Before Dishonor. We get uh, Athena versus Willow 3. And yeah. maybe Willow gets the victory because Willow's not the New Japan strong women's champion anymore. But also on the other end, Athena is on this insane run. And after talking to her in this interview that you guys should take check out in the morning, I never want her to lose. So I don't know. <laughs> I think the move is to have Willow win to set up that return shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It just makes sense because Ruby's on the other side, right? So you got yes, Ruby and Willow. Exactly. I think there you that's go. the logical way to go with it. But mm-hmm. I I can't wait for that because I think Athena's going to lose her fucking mind and it's going to be delicious. Like, Another that's story, Dan. Really Kate got some pen and paper over there or something. She's getting down today with these stories. She's telling you, a lot I of I got my, my homework notes all over the place mm-hmm. with this. I but I, I think that's also good because you're having Athena snap in like a a high profile spot to a tournament on the main roster. Like 
Yes. I, I think there's a lot of really good things that could happen there. Like she's not I used to like, being on TV like this. She's been used to the Ring of Honor format. It's a different live crowd. It's all kind of different stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, and just so much of like, why is Willow so over when I'm the champion that's been winning and I have 29 mm-hmm. title defenses in my back pocket? She should beat the ever living crap out of Willow yeah. after she loses. And in yes. my opinion, if I was booking it, that's what I'm doing. But uh, I'm intrigued. To, I'm intrigued to see what goes that way. I'm intrigued to see what goes that way. And it's a non-title loss. Like, yeah, that's kind of okay. That's kind of what the, the point. <laughs> mm-hmm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So good stuff, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to what we might get in the next phase for Athena very much so Mm -hmm. very much so but in this match we've got a proving ground match that lasts not the ground was not not too long we're very uncertain about the ground Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we got Salusia Sparks (laughs) who is from an an era of Ring of Honor that I I don't actually remember seeing her I don't know if that was yeah they were pumping her up and I was like I don't I don't remember where this is from but they seem pretty excited on commentary about it they were, but they're also really good at their job. So I yeah. don't know if there was a little bit of maybe like over amplifying the story, but it's cool <laughs> that they were telling us to get bought in on her. I thought I thought yeah. she looked good, but she was here to do the job of getting her ass kicked by Athena. She did very well. Beautiful gal. Got mm-hmm. some offense in. Looked all right. Uh, but we get Athena drilling sparks in the corner with a forearm before hitting a knockout elbow to the for the win everything i said about lee moriarty is true times 10 with athena she could beat you like this she could beat you with the o face she can make you pass out like there's Mm -hmm. so many really 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 great things happening here 
this just continues on. Uh, I kind of mentioned my gripe that these matches for the ladies have gotten very short, but Mm -hmm. they do serve the story in both situations. So I can't be too mad at it because it doesn't feel like they're certainly not cutting TV time at Ring of Honor. We'll put it that way. (laughs) They're not like, oh, we got to keep our minutes uh, tabulated here. But what did you think of what we got out of this tonight? It's it's interesting with Athena because the story that they've been telling is they can they've continued to tell it, but like and then it's like match placement. Like, why did they place this match at this point when she's the yeah. champion? You know what I mean? Like, I think they, they have we've seen multiple episodes where she's kind of been in the middle around lingering with the with the belt and the proven ground matches. But I feel like in this case with the low stakes is like put her in later in the show or add some extra emphasis. It just felt like another match of like the best in the ROH MVP is also here. You guys, I don't want also here. You guys, I want to be like the ROH MVP is here. Fireworks and pyro and, and all kinds of stuff is happening. Like we need to be making it an emphasis that it's Athena. She's on this long run. She's incredible. She's the best wrestler we have here. Not just match number five or whatever this is, you know, <laughs> And there were stakes. Like, I know we've seen a lot of proving ground matches, but that's a that should feel like a big deal because not lot a of fake things... one like last week, remember? <laughs> oh, God. Just when I thought the wounds were healing, <laughs> I know how to it's trigger proving you. Proving ground, you do, time. you know. Mm-hmm. At like mm-hmm. three in the morning, it's just gonna be like needling in my head, yep. and I'm gonna be like, Rah, Claudio. You know? They knew who to who to make do it though. They're like, damn, she really likes Claudio though, so she's not gonna be that upset, but she's still gonna be upset because it's the way that explains it is such bullshit yeah it made me more upset because i was like (laughs) that's not this guy this guy would never do that rude of them rude of them just call it a contendership match but this was another thing that felt very not in the roh identity but it ended up Mm -hmm. being all right you got tony niece versus jd drake tony niece is trying to get you to buy into this group training god bless him he has an actual app for individual training he does some fitness stuff on the side i have friends that have done it they speak very oh, highly this is real this is real not huh. he doesn't make audiences stand up and do exercises to my yeah. knowledge but he does have a training business on the side and my friends huh. have said it's worth the money they lost a lot of oh, weight okay. on it. so there you go good for tonight's cool. they don't have as many abs as him yet but i'm sure they're working towards it it'll take some time yeah <laughs> jd drake said uh i'm gonna whoop your ass and i was like yep. i believe you i like it but then we get Mark Briscoe coming to the ring with a microphone and saying that after talking with Tony Khan, Briscoe has been added to this match and they make it a three-way dance. Ian Riccoboni jumped the gun on commentary here saying that he was the third man in the match before Briscoe introduced himself. Yep. Got a little awkward. I'm going to assume that's a weird editing thing because Ian Riccoboni does not miss. All yeah, right. I didn't really understand because they, they had the graphic that was one-on-one. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is nice. And then, like, Mark Briscoe starts coming out and Ian's like, here he is, the third member of this match. I'm like, how? <laughs> like, wait a minute. I mean, last week he didn't know what city he was in via the editing, so I guess this is... <laughs> it's a lot going on. I can't even blame him. But boy, oh boy, we get... Uh, Kind of uh, your Briscoe classics. We get yes. him hitting the froggy bow at the end here, and he's trying to steal the pin, which was great. Like, very clever, well-situated in there. But Briscoe cutting him off, hitting that J-Driller on Nice for the win. I tweeted this, and I'll say it on here. Watching the J-Driller, I was like, I feel confident in my take about the 
the all of the tiger driver discourse <laughs> i was like i think so wrestlers dumb. get dropped on their heads way more often than people realize and when people, i saw the day driller tonight i was like i was correct about that people mark out for uh, german suplexes and they happen in like every match and like the really good ones are people landing on their head yeah <laughs> especially i also think um if you watch aew more than you watch new japan and you don't watch if you haven't watched a lot yes. of new japan people land on their heads all the time in new oh. japan. <laughs> like so much all more. the time abushi when we've seen some abushi spots where we're like dude stop don't do that why are you doing that in the ring we're scared for your health so Japanese it's like wrestling hits different i've i've been going into the archives because new japan's on such a heater i was like i'm gonna go back and watch old stuff let me get some mm-hmm. some strong style in i'm watching masawa matches like this Yes, it's insane. The legendary Kabashi Kawada, they were dropping each other on their necks, were like this. (laughs) Like, dude, it was disgusting, crazy stuff. Doing suplexes off aprons onto the floor. Like, this is like walk in the park for these guys. So, I didn't know because I was late to the game in wrestling in general. I did not know the four pillars of heaven was a thing before mm-hmm. the four pillars in AEW. Like yeah. I just didn't know that was an era that everything existed. is borrowed. Nothing's original in pro wrestling. It's extremely true. So when I found yeah. out about it, I was like, well, now I have to go watch all of it as much as yeah. I possibly can. If you don't like bumps like that, do not go and watch these matches. Do not. I would say. <laughs> but when I saw this J driller tonight, I was like, I was but like, yes, exactly to your point. People get dropped <laughs> on their head all the time at least at minimum one a show at minimum there's more like four or five a show and think of how many shows there are come on dude there's a lot and i loved what kenny omega said about it and i I can't remember who the interview was with but he was like y'all couldn't believe that someone kicked out after it so it Mm -hmm. wasn't like a pointless one i saw so much of that of like um is the match really worse off without it? And I kind of liked getting mm-hmm. Omega's defense there of like, well, yeah, because you couldn't believe someone kicked out of it. It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it served the purpose of the match. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this match at all. <laughs> but watching this Jay Driller, I was like, damn, Mark. <laughs> damn, yeah. Moral of the story. Sick Jay Driller. <laughs> yeah. I thought this match was a lot more fun than it had ever, any right to be. Nice hitting a sunset flip powerbomb in this looked really great. I think J.D. Drake and Tony Nese, for how different of wrestlers they are, had some really nice chemistry together. Mm -hmm. Uh, So even though this was kind of shoehorned, and like the shoehorning is what doesn't feel ROH to me in this, but the the match itself, I mean, my goodness, like, what do you you even say? This was was a blast. This was fun. Mm -hmm. Three really fun wrestlers, three guys that, uh, are great against people and so to see all of them in the ring against each other is awesome mark briscoe uh the in this show things change for him very drastically from this match until the end of the show so i guess they were foreshadowing what was about to happen but beyond that this was just a really fun triple threat match jd drake i love watching him wrestle oh, i think so he needs more we talked about it multiple times on here him and anthony henry henry as the workhorseman Great tag team, but JD just alone when he does that, he's on the outside of the ring and he does the bounces him off the ropes and hits him the big clobber thing. It's just so great, such oh. a great versatile kind of old school, but a lot of new school uh, type big man. Great talent and Tony Nice, the he's really living the gimmick here 
as Kate said, she has a couple <laughs> of friends that have gotten down with it. So, yeah, yeah, all these guys are really cool. And like I said, the Mark Briscoe thing, really trajectory really changed of what we went into the show thinking he was going to do. Yes, it did. And we're going to talk about that shortly. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm, I've been kind of underwhelmed by the AEW tag picture because I feel yeah. like they have the best division in the world, but oh. I feel like it's mostly been the guns and Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And I feel mm. like the FTR versus. The not, I was going to say they're not even the champions. <laughs> I know. Well, those have been like the defenses for FTR. Yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I, I just know, you know, when you're as a wrestling fan, you're like, I just know there's money in this. There's yeah. so much money in FTR versus the workhorsemen. Like, I just know it, it in is. my little wrestling brain, and I want to see it actually. And they so teased us before on this show many months ago, and they never followed up. Well, they don't even have their own tag champions around on here, so why bother? Abrahantes is just like, well, if they're not going to be around, I'll go find some other Mexican loot store. It works. We got some nice chats coming in from you kind people who know that we're not in our best ROH form today because they weren't in their best ROH form, but sending mm -hmm. us love anyway. Taylor Cannon always being fantastic, saying, hey, Kate and Reg, just wanted to send you both some positive because you rule. Well, you rule, Thank Taylor you, Cannon. Taylor. You do rule. Thank you. Appreciate you being Super here. Super Chats, Taylor's version. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a joke you can take to Denise and all mm -hmm. the other Swifties. Me Norma saying, what's up, partners? Mm -hmm. Showing some love. I'm working late, so about to head home and watch ROH. Also, Kate, my phone battery is at 69%. Nice! nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love... Shout out to Me Normas. The best. Hopefully these last couple of work hours are good for you, my friend. Yeah, hope you, you're going to make it through. You're going to make yeah. it. It's Thursday. We're inching mm -hmm. closer to the weekend. Let's go. So as you noted, Mark Briscoe's destiny to the TV title takes a <laughs> hard left. Hardest left. <laughs> but I gotta say, I hate that that's what they did, but I felt like they, if you were gonna do it, this was about as well as you could have done it. Yes, like, I felt agreed. like all three people involved in this absolutely nailed it. They also had Mark acknowledge that he's been talking about the TV title for the past few months. Mm -hmm. So it didn't feel like they were just <laughs> ignoring everything, even though creative decided to ignore everything. I wish I had the 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 access to funny guy, Tony Khan, funny guy, because I would have played that right there because he's such a funny guy with it. Mark, just say that. Like, I know I've been talking about being the TV champ, but I don't want to anymore. <laughs> but I, it's not that he wants to be the TV champ. He's literally said it's his destiny. <laughs> Like, but Eddie Kingston was like, nah, bro, I need you to do this for me, which is also like, well, wouldn't you want to do it? So then you're going to have to, if you want to get the championship, then you're going to have to beat up Mark Briscoe. I don't know, man. Funny <laughs> guy, Tony Khan. Funny guy. Exactly, Tony Khan. You are a hella funny guy, though. No, no, no BS. Look. Love Tony Khan. Mm -hmm. Not his brightest moment here. Not his shining star of a moment here. But Look, they all can't be home runs, Kate. They can't all be home runs. You're going to mm -hmm. have some misses in there. But yeah. if you're going to give something that is creatively not great. <laughs> Put King it on you. it. That's how you convince Kate that it's good. Like, just have Eddie Kingston say it. It'll be fine. 
He's so good at this, Reg. He is like, really good. Jeez. Mm-hmm. He cuts his promo. I was like, man, Eddie Kingston did more with the promo after he won his New Japan Strong Open Weight title than ROH Creative has done for this picture in months. Like, and this Eddie is- Kingston have like 30 seconds. They're like, sell this in 30 seconds. Oh, no problem. Here it is. This is how you do it. <laughs> Without batting an eye. And I, it is a little bit more, I don't like it, but it's a little bit more passable to me that Eddie Kingston called him out and asked him to do this rather than Mark being like, well, I changed my mind. Eddie Kingston was like, mm-hmm. I can't be there because I'm going to be in the G1 and I need you to go beat Claudio. I need you, the heart and soul of ring of honor to go mm-hmm. get that world title because I can't be there to do the job. Um, not a strong enough buy for me, yeah. but, but pretty damn close considering what they were like, we need to get from point A to point C creatively and completely yeah. skip point B. Yes. And so I need you to go around it like, damn, like that was a that was a pretty good attempt. The the only bigger reach that I think Eddie Kingston has pulled off was when the, the barbed wire death match didn't explode and Eddie Kingston was like, I, I still got this, all right? Yeah. Tell you it was PTSD <laughs> and that's why I reacted. I was like, you're the man. That was the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Eddie so Kings. Great. That was only like, all right, Eddie, this is the only one you're not gonna sell me on, bro. I love you. You're the best, but like the barbed wire thing, no, 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 no. But yes, Eddie Kingston came in and saved this very easily just by saying a few words. And he, I like how he said that uh, because we saw the videos and the photos of him wearing Jay Briscoe's shirt to yeah. to the match. So they told a little story. They foreshadowed again for us to be like, and he's like, I wore your, your brother's shirt. I have the spirit of him out there with me. Now I need you to do this for me. Beat Claudio's ass, which is great. I mean, anytime that Eddie's going to try to get a friend to help him beat up his moral, mortal em- enemy, I'm like, I'm pretty into it. And Mark Briscoe deserves it. Uh, they probably it would have been easier if he would have just said this was his destiny first, maybe, you know. Okay. Man, pretty yeah, easier yeah. to kind of tell the story, but whatever. We're here switch now. Some things up for, uh... <laughs> like you said, point A, point B, point C. We'll skip point B. We'll get from point A to point C, and we're here. And you know it's going to be a great match with Claudio and Mark Briscoe at the pay per view at minimum. Again, here you go, Ring of Honor. We're going to get a great match. So. Exactly, and I thought Mark did a really nice job because he he said, you know, I've been talking about this TV title, but like a world title shot comes calling. Am I going to answer it? Hell yeah, basically. And mm-hmm. I was glad that they didn't just wipe that away. Like right. it, they didn't assume we were stupid. And I thought Mark did a good enough job of being like, I'm not going to pass this thing up just because this I've been occupied by this other title. And then mm-hmm. Claudio came in and just crushed it. Yeah. Like I, I thought, I was like, "What a dickhead!" That like, what was a asshole. One of the, one of his best promos in a while, right there. Like he was just so menacing and rude and like confident and cool, though at the same time of him just being like, "Do you want?" I, I used to see you walk alongside of your brother. Now you're trying to walk in his footsteps. He. Claudio's just like, ew, and it's just like, oh, yikes, sir. <laughs> I was like, you're mean. This guy's mean. He, I love that he put over their tag history, um, mm-hmm. saying that we've had some of the most knockdown, dragout battles. Uh, there was a 20-match a feud yeah. that they participated in. So I, I really liked him calling back to that, but I did like him being just like, it kind of felt like he was, Saying like you're not your brother, yeah. Like just like this, it was. It was Don't mean. listen to Eddie Kingston; he's lying to you. You're not your brother. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> holy shit! And then he ends it by just going, "You're not ready." I was like, 
if somebody talked to me the way that Claudio talked to him, it's one of those things where you're like, I'm so like hurt and offended, but also mm-hmm. like, I kind of think you're right. Like the That's delivery the, yeah, was like so right. vicious in that way mm-hmm. where it's like when someone else is that confident, you're like, I believe you and I hate that. <laughs> but the thing that also, if you kind of get down to, but then you're also like, no, you're lying. He also is like a 13 time tag team champion. He's pretty ready. He's been to all the dances he could be, he could go to. Like he's been in main events. He's kind of somebody that's set up to beat you in an upset. So, you know. Agreed. I think the the sliver there is that Jay won the world title and Mark hadn't yet. Right. Yes. Like it's it's just that little mm-hmm. piece of truth that made this yep. all work. But I Claudio was a jerk though. He was great. He <laughs> was so I was just like, damn dude. <laughs> I thought considering how silly the creative might have been, the way that this all got executed was a, about as much of an A plus as you could to try and overcome mm-hmm. the the obvious in all of that. But right. Claudio, what a jerk. <laughs> Big time. I mean, but, you know, he's been locked in a feud where he's had to change the game and he's had to be extra aggressive because people have come and had him at all angle and hitting him at super kicks around every corner. So he has to be rude to every person because he thinks they're either one, trying to take his championship or two, trying to beat up his crew. So it's like anybody who comes in my way, I don't got time for this. I got things to do. I got blood and guts coming up. I'm going to beat your ass. So let's go. Agreed. I, I thought it was an absolute home run and fitting with the character that we've seen so far, even mm-hmm. just in the condescending part of, like that. You're not ready at the end. I yeah. was just like, oh, but Rude. that's like how the Blackpool Combat Club is. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's so consistent. I absolutely adore it. I mean, Brian and Danielson told Okada he was he wasn't shit. He was just some guy. And it's like, this is this is how these guys talk. They talk crazy. <laughs> Even to Wheeler, right? Like when yeah. Wheeler eats Chanel, they're like, I'm, I'm going to have to slap him later. Uh, it's it's good shit, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. But mm-hmm. of all the matches that I felt like could have benefited from a little bit more time, I think this next one might have been it. Diamante versus Vanessa Craven, yeah. who uh, she was out for a while. I got to see mm-hmm. her at Girls Next Door. Uh, at Forbidden Door, she was oh nice, fantastic. Her and Trisha yeah. Door beat the hell out of each oh, other. Yeah, very very fun. She is exactly as advertised, man. She is just fantastic. I, I wish this could have gone a little bit longer because I think mm-hmm. we would have seen some really cool stuff in it. But we get Diamante continuing her win streak and hitting a wheelbarrow stunner and a code red for the win. Really 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 liked um, a where we're going with Diamante and b like. I love when Diamante is up against someone that she feels comfortable laying stuff in against. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa Craven was definitely that woman. Yeah. I hope we see more of Vanessa Craven. She's someone that you should actively seek out. I know I made mm-hmm. jokes about this being AEW Dark before, but like she's just a very special and unique talent. So go check her out. But any thoughts about this match? Yeah, this was fun for the amount of time that it was. And shout out to the homie Mike from Indeed because he's been uh, praising Vanessa Craven for a very long time about how much of a talented wrestler she is. And it was on display here. I think Diamante, yeah, they needed to tell a little bit of story because it kind of feels like if they're not doing the Willow thing, that Diamante's on the trajectory to be the number one contender and maybe get the match at the pay-per-view. And it's like they're telling the story, but just like not enough of it. Like if she, if they announce her as the the number one contender, nobody's going to be like, what? It's going to be like, yeah, but they just haven't been allowed enough for my taste about her being the one that's next up to beat Athena. Agreed. I think 
there's a lot of value in that. And I just, mm-hmm. I want to see that match so bad because they'd get yeah. the hell out of each other. That would be so much fun. So yeah. I think there, there could be a little bit more time in that of like, if it is Willow next, and then you have Athena go back to squashing some bitches, and then you build mm-hmm. up Diamante a little bit more, yeah. I think you're in A-OK shape. I am also not against seeing Willow versus Diamante. Yeah. That could be a whole heck of a lot of fun as well. Definitely. Speaking of fun, but pretty pointless, like a lot of our <laughs> show today, but not pointless to the, the pockets of Brian Cage, was the six-man mm-hmm. mayhem match. Uh, highlight of the intros would be Dalton Castle saying that he's going to take this twenty-five grand and go to a nice farmer's market with it and buy some fancy jams. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate this. What I would do with my 25K if I want it also. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure. I'm yep. sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's the exact farm that you would be going to. <laughs> Fanciest of jams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buying, <laughs> buying a lot of jams and not a different sort of plant, perhaps. Not but... any other kind of things that start with J or in past <laughs> J's. I don't know. My joke almost worked, but we're going to move forward. And we were picking up what you were putting. Yeah, yeah. Over. I like mm-hmm. Um, we did also have a chat, I think, from Doc Mueller who had said, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's later. We're going to talk about legit Layla in a second. But Ooh. Kaden saying that Dalton Castle is cinema. Reg, I know you don't like the cinema word, but it's kind of hard to argue with that. <laughs> Dalton Castle might be cinema. Like, he's pretty great. Uh, Brian Cage getting the W here. Uh, caught. I, I don't love Brian Cage winning a roll with a roll-up, but it was opportunistic and in a six-man match so i'll i'll take mm. it for now but he gets yeah, it twenty-five thousand. it's fine like i figured it was going to be him but i'm like you're a six-man champion and you're mostly on dynamite what are we doing <laughs> this was just like a bunch of fun guys that we like get to have a match together oh hey there's uh we got these six people what should we do with them let's put them in a six-man mayhem match and with the stakes of twenty-five thousand dollars when has in history i've been watching wrestling for a long time never in my life have i ever believed one of these stupid stupid you're gonna get money matches even though it's usually millionaires making the matches that could definitely give up this twenty five thousand dollars. but you know he's not gonna win twenty five thousand dollars. so why are you are you even saying that just makes it really stupid but no it's the winner's purse bro yeah yeah purse 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 all right the winners 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 but yeah a bunch of really fun people that we like i don't know why they did the roll-up finish either brian cage has been established that he could do a lot more than that all of his moves are finishers so like just let him beat one of these guys handedly not roll up Willie Mac, which is probably going to set up another Brian Cage and Willie Mac match. Never seen it. Never seen it 50 times. Mm-hmm. But uh, this match would have been really fun if everything else on the show had stakes and made sense. You know what I mean? Like this to me is like a fun thing to break up a, a show that had stuff going on. Yes. But this show did not have stuff going on. Mm-mm. Nor did it last week. But we got something going on with the infantry and Trish Dora uh, in our main event, guys. Final Super Chats and Humper Chats call, and we'll be passing it off to the Impact Post Show crew right after this. Impact. We get the continually hideous uh, <laughs> Maria Canellas coming out mm-hmm. looking just terrible, saying that she knows the crowd was so excited to see her wrestle, but she's not medically cleared. And in her place, Announces a returning Layla Hirsch, which we absolutely love. And was reported on FightfulSelect.com. Invest $5 in the biz. Go get your scoops over there. Uh-huh. Very happy for Layla to be back. She also says she's going to stick around 
ROH in a post-match promo, which another very interesting possibility in this Athena picture. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But a, a fun match here. Uh, we ultimately end up with Maria and Mike Bennett running an interference and Layla Hirsch catching Adora in an arm bar that looked great. And yeah. Trish and Dora, great, great, great selling. Uh, I loved her using the Fred Rossier stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fantastic. And commentary calling that out, doing a phenomenal job as they always do with stuff like that. But tracing it back to that New Japan camp that she's graduated from. Mm-hmm. I got to talk to Trisha Dora because you're not the only one who gets to interview badass women. Right? Okay. But I want all the interviews. Like, it was for like three minutes. But still, <laughs> keep an eye out for that. This was a, a fun main event. I liked that uh, I if if Layla Hirsch hadn't returned, I would have wanted it to go the other way. But yes. continuing this as a little feud is fun because Layla Hirsch and Trisha Dora sign me up for that any Thank day you. of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of our main event here? Uh, great to see Layla Hirschback's heard a lot of rumblings of her being preparing to get back here. So to see her back here and in Ring of Honor is very interesting just because of the Ring of Honor Women's World Champion Athena being the champ. And if this is leading to that or if this is leading to her and Trisha Dora, I'm all in. I think that was the most the the the, the best part of the what happened here at the end of the show. But yeah, uh, the infantry looked great. I think in this position they got a main event. Uh, Trisha Dora being a part of the crew now just ups the ante for all everybody involved and i kind of feel the same if if layla hirsch didn't join the match i would have liked to see the result go the other way but layla hirsch coming back i think this is a great way to establish her again and the the little promo that she had at the end of the show is really good too to be like i'm back i'm gonna see what's up over here in ring of honor and i'm probably gonna beat some people up so nice to see y'all what a little badass Chris Mueller mm-hmm. saying happy for legit Layla. She effing rules. I can't remember if I read that or not already, but it bears no, repeating because yeah. she does effing rule. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people that effing rule, let's bring on Cresta and Joel to turn it over to your impact post show. Mm-hmm. Cresta, who we were saying we loved before, but we don't like bringing her on screen because uh, she is just better at everything than us uh just makes us makes us takes look yeah, i look homeless mm-hmm. today not mm-hmm. today but we're today. gonna bring her Bombed on anyway because she's great and we'll bring on joel too because he's here i guess Chris. Hi, guys. hello hi hi hello hi, hi beautiful how are you joel pearl no I no no today, I know today i'm bumming it i know i know who runs this show her name's crescent star it's okay I'll take it. I'll also take everyone's salary. I'll take my asses off this. <laughs> Why are you coming taking everybody's money? Cresta is crazy. Um, Whoa, people I, are salaried? Can we money? go back to that part of it? Because I ain't salaried. <laughs> I went to the wrestling school of Jeff Jarrett, and oh, I will true. take no further questions right now. Yeah. Thank you very much. You know, there right. are no questions. You tell me that. I have no more questions. I get you got it. it. <laughs> Maybe I'll learn. Okay, but I don't know. When's the, <laughs> when's, when's the impact show? When's Slammiversary? Next, next week, Saturday. Next, it's coming yeah. up. It's coming up quick. It's going to be then, Collision, Battle of the Belts, uh, Slammiversary, and I think Triple A has a big show that. Yes, night. on the sixteenth, right? That's Kenny Omega and Vikingo. Yeah, yeah, that's Kenny. Oh my so, God, that's a sick day of wrestling. No <laughs> sleep, baby. We'll, we'll do a post show. I know that. I don't know where it's going to be, but we'll do a post show. I'll be here somewhere. That's okay. There's going to be another special 10 minutes after it. So it's fine. You guys will be good. Oh, my goodness. Hey, how was, uh, how was another Commander versus Gringo Loco match? <laughs> that wow. was tight. 
I like that it, on the show. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah, it was great. But yeah, yeah, it was another one. This was another Ring of Honor episode that was just kind of happening. So they're not in the in the weeds. Haha. <laughs> like uh, Impact is for their uh, their show coming up. They're deep into it. They're giving you guys exactly what's going to happen here. But Ring of Honor is like, ah, we'll we'll let you guys know when the show happens. We're like, no, we want to know before the show happens, dude. Well, to yeah, be no. fair, for a couple of weeks before that, it was Ring of Honor has 50 million matches that all <laughs> matter. So pay attention. And I know you're tired, but it's 3 a.m. Get into True. it. So True. Yeah. a happy medium would be nice. Mm. How was Impact today? It was middle of the road. It was good. It was yeah. good. I didn't hate it. Um, Leo was Rush it Machine was Guns against uh, Aldis and Leo Rush? That was mm-hmm. the, the man. That was good. It that was, was good, good to be. Was- I liked it. Yeah, it was what you would expect that match to be. It was really good. They're telling a good story with Leo Rush being back, uh, or at least make, making his impact debut. Looking forward to talking about that because uh, I think Cress and I were like, what's what's Leo's character this time, yeah. right? I need something mm-hmm. more than just man of the hour and I'm better than everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting there. They did something cool with Leo tonight, so uh, I'm looking forward to talking about him more. I'm Absolutely. so happy for that guy. Like of all the – I know people make the retirement jokes and shots or whatever, but I'm like, I'm just – I'm so happy that that guy is – he's so great at wrestling like he's so great that Mm -hmm. like the fact that he's happy and in a place where he feels like he can consistently keep going and um is healthy to do so just ah i love seeing his work so it just fills Mm -hmm. fills my heart with joy Um, yeah and exactly what you guys are saying is probably my biggest thing too i'm like i want to know what story he's going to tell this time around because he had the great run in and the best of super juniors and there's a lot that's been going on what story are you going to tell here in impact wrestling with this great, amazing X Division, you know, uh, team that you're joining. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Someone in the chat's asking if Jonathan Gresham wrestled at all. He wrestled tonight against Alan Angels, had a banger of a match. Sure. Uh, Gresham is also in uh, Ultimate X at Slam. Yes. Shot at the X Division title. Very cool. So, it's good to see. Listen, let's go, good. Kevin Knight. Yeah, Kevin Knight's actually going to have uh, Speedball mm-hmm. next week on the show. So, Ooh, good stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> I like Kevin Knight, man. He's got the hot. Yeah, he's, he he's, does. So good. Impact's uh, killing it. That though the names we just named there, that's enough to get you to watch a show, honestly. Yeah, yeah impact is really good. So much talent that you never would expect to be in a place like that. Uh, just from the you know, the way people used to talk about impact. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think a lot more people are starting to figure out impact's not the place it used to be, or the place that people say, you know, oh, it's all undead realm and bullshit. And it's like, no, <laughs> It's a lot of good. I will say tonight, I understand why some people are like, I don't want to watch Impact. I think I've been a witness to more murders and homicides and arsons (laughs) than I ever have in my entire life. Because once again, someone tonight was late to rest. Really? I'm tired. I'm. Impact, I have a lot of trauma, and it's from you. Impact got more deaths than law and order out this bitch. Listen, don't, don't. Look, I, I was just going to say, maybe I think this might just be targeted to, to white girls, because we love those real they crime do. podcasts Murder more mysteries, than like, yeah. anybody, man. It's like, it's, I can't listen to them because I get nightmares, but white girls love those true crime podcasts. There is no mystery here. You watch them set PCO on fire, okay? <laughs> watch them <laughs> That's PCL. PCL That's die the, he's a bunch of dead. times. Yeah, no, he's he's fine. That's it. He's, I'm I'm out. I can't I can't exit mm-hmm. on a better note than PCO on fire. PCL so I'm out of here. Fire. Enjoy it's your post show. <laughs> Peace We're out of here. I take care, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.